Hi, everybody. This is Nancy Miller from My Creative Life, the podcast about creatives, how and why they make the work that they do. And today, my special guest is Caitlin Nataro. She is a children's book author and illustrator. She is also represented by Tara Gonzalez of Erin Murphy Literary. She's also an art educator and a mom. So, hi, Caitlin. How are you doing today? Hello. I'm doing well. Thank you so much for asking me to do this podcast. Oh, you're welcome. I, um, you are so prolific. I mean, the amount of work that you produce and the skill that you put behind it, I was like, oh, I should ask her because there's, I'm sure there's some great stuff I can learn from you. Oh, thank you so much. So I was curious because I wanted to hear more about what got you interested in becoming an artist. Oh my gosh. So I think it goes way back to, um, I was maybe 10 years old when I went to Disney World with my family. Um, And I think they were making the movie Tarzan at the time. Um, But I got to go in and see all the animators doing, you know, drawing out Tarzan. And I just thought it was the coolest thing I'd ever seen. (laughs) And I specifically remember turning to my dad and saying, I want to do that. I want to, I want to draw for a living. That seems great. (laughs) So I guess I just kind of took that idea and that like storytelling aspect. um, And it did, you know, it took me a while to sort of figure out that, that um, drawing for children was what I wanted to do, but I always knew I wanted to create art and tell stories. So, yeah. <laughs> um, and then you, so did you know, like, even at that young of age, you wanted to also do the writing as well, or that was something later on you kind of realized? You know, it's really funny because I, so I was very focused on drawing, um, like, and especially Disney. Disney was kind of my, you know, inspiration as a child. Um, but I, I didn't remember this until years later, but I was always like writing books. I remember, um, I wrote this book when I was like, I don't know, 10 to 12, maybe. And it was about this little girl who lived on a farm and something about UFOs. I I don't even, (laughs) I don't even know, but I, I was writing it on my, in Microsoft Word on my parents' computer. And so I guess I've always done that but I just never put two and two together you know like I just was so focused on the art part and the writing part was just something I did for fun when I was bored um yeah (laughs) that's awesome and it's led you to being you know having like picture books uh manuscripts and then your um other things that you've written and I saw you even had some illustration work you've done for children's magazines which is fantastic Mm -hmm yeah wonderful that must be so much that must be so much fun (laughs) it it is I like being an illustrator I just think is you know I'm so thankful every day that I can do this and be represented by Tara and you know it's just uh, you know I think from an early age just what I always wanted to do was just draw so (laughs) and then side question I don't know how did um how did it work out that you got um agented by Tara I would love to hear that story too oh my gosh I'd love to know yours too actually because I um I whenever there's like a contest or anything like that that's on Twitter I'm pretty active on Twitter um I always try to enter it 
And so I had done just the kidlet uh, portfolio days that they always have. And so I just, you know, posted my portfolio and Tara just came across it somehow. And I always think with, you know, things like Instagram and Twitter, sometimes it feels like you're just shouting into the void, you know, like I never know if people are actually like looking at what I'm putting out there. Um, but she emailed me and, and was like, oh, I saw your artwork. And that was pretty much it. And it was so nice because I had been querying, not for a long time, but, you know, you don't get a lot of emails back. It takes quite a long time in the querying process. And so for her to reach out to me, I was so excited. <laughs> that's fantastic. Oh, that's wonderful. Um, yeah. My story is similar. I basically um, had started doing that kidlit post art postcard thing. Oh, yes, the postcard day. Yeah. yeah and that's what um, ended up happening. And then I she saw it. And I do agree. I feel like that social media side of it feels very like in a void and you just send it. Yeah. But um, yeah, and then she contacted me and said, I, you know, are you, you have representation. And yeah, I'm very grateful. It's amazing that happened and I'm so I'm so glad that the community of other author illustrators um so nice I mean so nice so nice I know it's it's a really great side of Twitter to be on too I think you know because everyone in the Kidlet community is just so supportive and so nice so it's you know I'm glad I'm in my little you know niche area of the internet (laughs) wonderful and now you also are an educator so Mm -hmm. I was wondering what got you into teaching well I've had a long road of trying to figure out what type of art I like to make and what type of art job I like to have and so I actually started off as a graphic designer um, in an advertising agency way back in the day and um, it just wasn't you know filling that need that I had to be creative. Um, I like to use lots of different mediums and I am currently primarily a digital artist, but I like to explore too. Um, And so, you know, I, I, my husband is actually a teacher. Um, He's a history teacher and he was like, well, why don't you, you know, come shadow me for a day. And I was like, okay, I don't know if I want to be a teacher, but, Um, and he made it look like a lot of fun. So I said, okay, I'll try it. (laughs) And this is my eighth year teaching. Um, Yeah, and it's great. And I'm, I'm a nine through 12 high school art teacher. So yeah, that's wonderful. That makes it so um, it's fun being an art teacher. I mean, I agree. (laughs) I gravitate. I mean, I've taught lots of different grades, but um, I have one of my soft spots for me is elementary art because I mm-hmm. they're like so excited and they make you feel like a rock star every day yes, they uh, yes they really do they're like they're like how are you making these things you know they're so excited about it <laughs> and then high school I, I think it's wonderful because then they have a lot more of that skill level of being mm-hmm. able to like you know do more with their work um, and then some of them may even decide to have a career in the arts. So that's yeah, great. and my favorite thing about teaching high school art is um, working with the seniors because they just, 
they don't have any idea how many art jobs there are in the world. You know, there's like so many things you can do in art. Um, so I love working with them and trying to help them, you know, figure out what they want to do and where to go to art school and things like that. So yeah, it's fun to kind of, you know, see where they end up someday. Oh, okay. That's wonderful. And so with your um, writing and illustrating and doing all of that, I mean, how are you and teaching? How do you maintain like this work-life balance with everything? <laughs> um, not, not super well. <laughs> um, I do a lot of my work during the summertime. Um, and I'm very, very blessed to have family that live near me. So if I need a day just to make art, I, you know, we can call one of the many grandmothers that <laughs> my son has and be like, can you just take them for a day so we can, you know, do some work. Um, so I'm very, very lucky for that. Um, but I also just take any little moment to create something. Um, I had someone teach me about, oh, what was it called? A a treadmill journal, I think it was. And it was like every little moment you have in the day, um, just like carve out even five minutes to try to make something. And so I do that a lot with my writing, you know, like during lunch, I'll write something really fast for like 10 minutes or, you know, right when the school day ends, I'll come home and do some work really quick before I make dinner and things like that. So I just try really hard to find any time in the day to get things in but that also means you know priorities so the house is a little messier than it should be and <laughs> the laundry doesn't necessarily get done on time but you know we make it work <laughs> oh, I'm in the same boat I'm sure you're doing a lot better job than I am I always think everybody, everybody's doing a you know a much better job I think we all but think you're yeah, but your art is so intricate, you know, and it's like, I don't even know how you do that with, you know, everything else going on. Because I'm lucky, I everything I have is on an iPad. So if mm -hmm. I need to run through the house and like draw really quick at the kitchen table, I can do that. But, you know, if if I was doing physical art, I don't even know <laughs> how I would do that or how I would keep a three-year-old away from like the diorama I'm making. <laughs> Well, it's interesting to hear that since you're a digital artist that you're doing all on the iPad and then, uh, yes. and what are, are you, what app are you using? So I primarily use Procreate. Um, it's an app on the iPad and I, it's my absolute favorite thing in the whole world. I discovered it actually right when I had my son. So it was 2018, 2019, um, I was trying to like figure out a way to do art while I'm like, while I have a newborn and I found this app and I was like, Oh, this is like life changing. Cause I can sit here while he's doing tummy time and like draw a little bit, you know? Mm -hmm. And it was, yeah, it's, it's totally made it so much easier to actually make art. <laughs> well, that's wonderful. And then when you're traveling too, or you have, appointments or things mm -hmm. like that that just yeah that's wonderful yep yeah and so can I ask you so how about your process being a writer and an illustrator like are you coming up with your stories first then you illustrate them or is it like you come up with pictures in your head I mean I've heard different ways people are doing it so that's yeah true. I so 
I don't know my way. I don't know if this is a normal way to do it or not, but I'm very kind of back and forth with my ideas. So I'll have kind of like an image in my mind of something that I, I want to make a book out of. And then I'll do a lot of illustrations of that thing to see if it's something that I would really like to, you know, continue making, or if I kind of get the creative spark through the illustrations. And then from there, I start to write, and then I go back. So it's kind of a back and forth, I guess. <laughs> That's cool. No, I'm just fascinated. Some people, like I was listening to an interview by uh, about um, Tommy DePaula, and he mm-hmm. said that he would not start on an illustration unless that manuscript was like, that was it. The manuscript is done. And then he would go into doing the illustration part of it. But then I've heard of other people who, um, I was talking to James Yang and he talked about like, he kind of goes back and forth as well. I mean, yeah. it's like, and I think he starts with pictures, actually. He, I think the images happen first mm-hmm. and then he's like going back and forth. And then other people I've heard, it's like, I don't know. It's just different things that spark our imagination. It's just yeah. wild that but we end up making a product for a book and it's just yeah. And I, I think for me, I'm also very heavily influenced by um, animation because I've just always loved animation. And so I'll have in my mind these like big moments for a story and I'll have to draw them right away so I can like get it out of my brain. And then I sort of think about, okay, how would that work into a book? So yeah, it's a lot of back and forth, I'd say. Yeah. And I feel like as an illustrator and author, like I have always been more of an illustrator and now I'm tackling the writing Yeah, that back and forth. Like for me, I do have to get the manuscript in a certain place. And then I feel like, but then I'll go back and forth. But then as I'm doing it, it's weird. Like you go, oh no, this could be changed with the writing. I think that you're talking about that back and forth. It could be changing the writing to suit what the illustration is saying or yeah. how reading I, I guess that, that makes sense well and and I think as an yeah. author illustrator it's interesting because yeah. some things don't need words all the time you know yeah. so like I might write a manuscript and have it say something really powerful but then I think oh the the drawing itself may actually do a better job if it's just the drawing and there's no words so you can like really take in what's happening, you know? So it is kind of interesting to to be doing both because the words and the illustrations sometimes clash with each other and you have to figure out which one's going to be the best for each scene, you know? Yeah. So yeah, it's interesting. That's awesome. So do you have any tips that you could share with the audience for people who are new starting out in their writing or illustrating journey that helped you out that they could try and see if it works for them? Um, I mean, I would say definitely that idea of just trying to make every single day, even if it's ugly, because especially the age of needing everything to be online all the time, um, you know, sometimes I'll make something be like, oh, well, that was a waste of time because it's ugly and then I can't post it on the internet. But every single thing you make doesn't have to be there. It's a learning journey, you know, and if you didn't make that one thing, you wouldn't have learned from it to make something better. Um, And also just the idea of kind of carving out any amount of time you can in the day to 
make stuff, you know, even if it's just while you're, you know, on the bus ride home during your commute, something like that, just being able to have 15 minutes to sit down and, and make something. And even if you hate it later, you know, it, you did something. <laughs> It's true. I mean, and so I can tell you're such a go-getter. You're like, oh, wait, you know, so disciplined and that you treat your your art and your writing as, you know, this is the thing that you do and that you're mm-hmm. a craftsman at it. So it's, you know, that's fantastic. Yeah. And it, yeah. And I, I don't even really know where, I guess just because I love drawing so much that I've always just been like, if I'm bored, if I'm mad, if I'm sad, it's always a way to express your emotions. And mm-hmm. so that was just always my like go-to <laughs> thing to do. Um, and yeah. That's awesome. So how about tips for parents that want to encourage their high school student, maybe um, pursue an art career? What what could be helpful at that age? Yeah, there. that is one thing that I know a lot of parents get concerned about is, you know, well, I want my kid to make money. And, you know, the whole starving artist aspect is still something that um, people, it's like stigmatized a little bit, I guess. Um, But what I like to say to them is that there are so many art jobs you can have, you know, Um, and especially in this day and age, because you have video games, you have Um, graphic novels, you have animation, um, advertisements are everywhere. Everybody needs somebody to help them advertise for things. Um, Even like in product design, you know, if you want to build a car, you have to know what the car is going to look like before you build it. Um, So there's just so many different art jobs besides, you know, being a painter who can't make it you know even though you like people can make it in painting as well um you know being a tattoo artist there's just there's so many things you can do and I always kind of give myself as an example because I have had three different art jobs you know I was a graphic designer I'm an art teacher I'm an illustrator so there's just there's like a million things you can do and I don't think people always realize that so yeah, that makes him, usually it makes him feel a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, I think I totally agree with you. I, we very similar, like, it's interesting talking to you. I was like, oh my goodness, we have very similar career <laughs> paths because I started out in advertising, like, many, many years ago in print oh, advertising. Yeah. yeah, I I did it for about a decade, and then I was like, well, I really want to try something different. I don't know if it's being a creative, you just kind of, like, need different. I don't know. Yes. Yeah, I definitely, like, I need to feel inspired all the time. And for me, and probably for you too, like advertising, especially if you're working for a company where you're making like the same brand, like same thing, it just, it gets a little tedious. And I just needed like, I need a little bit of chaos in my life, I guess. (laughs) That's awesome. I totally get it. It's like, because after about the sixth branding you've done, you're just like, I, I, and because each iteration I would have done like, you know, 10 different mock-ups of, for this thing. And you just like, that's already so many for the same thing. And I just, yeah. I, uh, you mm-hmm. just feel like, oh, I need to, and, and everybody I worked with were wonderful. Um, oh yeah. Word. But it's just, I think it's interesting, like the creative urge. We like that new, we like that challenge. We want to yeah. try something different. 
Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, and then with art teaching, it's like, it's a new thing every day. It's never the same day. Again. It's never the same. There's never a dull day in teaching. It is <laughs> I mean, always different. Yeah, and the, even if you have the same lesson, you have a different group of students, it could mm-hmm. totally play differently. And yeah. so, yeah, and I always liked how you have a lot of autonomy as an art teacher, I feel like, to, mm-hmm. you know, try different materials and techniques, different artists, yeah. inspiration, and um, art Yeah, I, I love that. Yeah, and the art teaching community is super friendly that I found because... We're just yeah we know how hard it is to get started mm-hmm. as a teacher and you just it's a lot so you know yeah. anybody new you're like oh here I've got all these lessons or let me go help you organize and things like that so yeah my favorite thing is going to which I haven't done since COVID but like going to art teacher conferences because yeah. everyone is just so friendly and they're like come make this piece of art and come try out this new type of paint. And I'm, <laughs> it's so much fun. It's like a playground for art teachers. Yeah, I totally agree. And it's, yeah, I just love that about um, being an art teacher. I too have missed the uh, the conferences. So mm-hmm. I have to hop onto one. But um, all of this stuff has been great and hearing about your experience. Um, I'm just curious, like if you could go back in time and give yourself a little bit of advice about having this art career, what would that be? Hmm. This is a hard, this is a hard question. I was trying to think of <laughs> what my answer to be. Um, I, you know, I think actually it would be a little less about, about the art because I always just had like an inner passion for art. And I was just always creating, even if, you know, Back when I was in high school, there wasn't social media. So I was just creating just to create. Um, But I think it would be more about the business side of art, actually, because when I was in college, I I just never really thought about having to sell my art. I just thought like, oh, I'm making stuff and it looks good. And, you know, how can I make it better? And I I never thought about that. I'm going to have to be a business person, too, you know? And I'm still pretty bad at that. Like I, I've definitely gotten better about advocating for for pay and things like that if I'm doing commissions, but boy, I'm <laughs> that is where I'm lacking in art for sure. And I, I do try to tell my students who are going into art, you know, if you want to sell this, maybe take a business class or you know, look up how taxes work, (laughs) things like that. So yeah, I guess that would be my main um, thing I would tell, you know, past Caitlin is (laughs) try to try to learn how to be a businesswoman too. Well, that's a good point. Yeah, I I agree with that. It was, um, yeah, it's really eye opening as an illustrator and children's book author, trying to yeah, like there's all that business side of it. It's not always, I mean, it's great making the stuff. Like I would spend yes. more time doing that. That's what I'm really Yes, doing. 100%. <laughs> but it's like, you're right. It's like, there's that business side of it that can seem very overwhelming, but it's something that we're commercial, you know, mm-hmm. art and so applied art. So you, you kind of need to know who your audience, how do you market and all these things. And yep. uh, yeah, so- um, great point. Oh, and I forgot to um, put this in um, the questions list that I sent. 
do you ever have like roadblocks like when you're working on a manuscript or you're working on an illustration and you kind of have that mental block about do you have any tips for getting through that or getting through the dummy process of the book and you just kind of have that I do that a lot (laughs) um I think for me Mm -hmm. I like to and I guess this goes back to you know the fact that I do have a lot of projects in the works Uh I when I get stuck on something I start something new which may not be the best advice for people but I feel like once I'm starting something new I've forgotten about the other thing for a while and then suddenly I'm like oh what if the ending was this for that book that I haven't looked at and you know a couple weeks and so sometimes just like stepping away from it for a while helps me um but I also like to my husband is a great person that I kind of juggle ideas off of Mm -hmm. and if I'm you know like right now I'm working on a graphic novel which I've never done before and Mm -hmm. it's a much longer you know (laughs) yeah I I mean (laughs) I don't know I bow down to you you're like that's amazing that is so yeah we'll see if it works or not I've never ever tried to get into this format before but I love graphic novels Mm -hmm. so um yeah I'm I'm attempting it um (laughs) but my you know whenever I get I usually get stuck on like you know, I'll have an idea for the beginning and and the end, but it's like how to connect the two is always where I get stuck. And, you know, my husband sometimes gives me a little like, oh, well, here's the obvious answer that I just somehow didn't see. (laughs) So yeah, finding people that you're really trusting with, or even a critique group, I don't have one at the moment, but I know you do, right? Yeah, they're great. I I have two of them. One is more author based, and then the other one's more illustrator author but they're all they both can go back and forth but it's yeah like yeah wow that second third fourth fifth sixth seventh eighth read on something and it's it gets better and they're so generous and they're so Mm. sweet and I I know they're going to be successful at getting their stories out there because they work so hard yeah they're passionate and so yeah that's what I love about the children's book community it's like everybody just kind of wants to help each other out where I felt like not to say other industries couldn't be as helpful. I just maybe didn't get that down the road far enough, Mm -hmm. but I felt like my initial was like, Oh, they're warm and fuzzy. It's like unicorns and rainbows. I want to go over there. (laughs) Like Like, that was my gut reaction. I was like, I need to be doing this. This is where When I feel like it's, you know, we all grew up loving children's, art you know of some kind and everyone just really like I don't know I think people who make kids books just want to make the world a better place it seems like you know so every that's why everyone's just like so nice all the time yeah and they're so yeah so I I love being in this kind of community and it's kind of been after experiment like you said tried a lot of different things and I was like Mm -hmm. oh no this one I think this is it so yeah um, yeah, I'm so glad, Caitlin, I got to meet you. You are an inspiration. Oh, I just can't right wait. back at you, though. <laughs> oh, no, I can't wait to be like, oh, our graphic novel or whatever, you know, comes out. I mean, that is awesome. You inspire me because it's so like, I probably similar with your high school students, but my high school students are like, we love graphic novels. And yes. I was like, really? 
and some yes. of them they were making their own and they put on webtoons I was so impressed I was like I know I have so many kids that do that and then I'll like read some and I'm like these are really good <laughs> like you know you're only 16 but like that's amazing yeah. and I go like with the development that they are going to undergo with their art careers if they continue on if they choose to yeah. I'm just like because they're like worried and I was like you're fine you got like six seven like I had some that yeah. were because they were like maybe just finished ninth grade I was like I really don't think you need to worry because if you're going this well and if you keep yelling yeah. <laughs> I was like you got like eight more years like can you imagine exactly. like you think about that, that development and it's like I, I feel like if they keep going and they double down on it it's just like jet fuel Oh yeah, I know. And and I mean, they also have access to like YouTube and, and TikTok, like tutorials and things that we never had. And so it's like, oh, they can get so much better, so much faster. You know, it's so cool to see. Yeah. It's amazing. And it's inspiring. Like I love this, this past summer I taught high school and it was just, yeah, I was like, oh, this is so much fun. And you know, it was just really laid back and was for five weeks but it was just great and I um it made me go like oh this is why I like high school too so yeah I know yeah they're all they're all good in different ways everybody needs a good art teacher so (laughs) I know your students have an excellent one you're practicing artists you're an educator and I know you're giving them a lot of great advice and thank you so much for sharing your expertise and advice on this podcast yeah, thank you so much for asking me. And, you know, obviously right back at you because you're an awesome illustrator and art teacher as well. So, but yeah, this is this is great. This was a lot of fun. Well, everybody, thank you for listening to My Creative Life. Bye.